Yeah, welcome to the Bartender's Ball. All we got episode right. lucky 13. Let's get weird. Here we are, we back got, from the bachelor party. I'm feeling so good about this, dude. Yeah. It's been a while. We were supposed to do one last week. Then we were supposed to do one on Thursday. And then old Gingerfoot here couldn't get together. Yeah. So here we are. Well, I'm Dustin. I'm Drew. Tyler. And yeah. uh, we're back with another episode. And before we really get started, I got two points. One, your hair looks great today. Thanks, big guy. It your does. hair looks wildly really mediocre. Very, Actually, it's, you know what? Your hair looks very patriotic today. Patriotic in what way? Uh, that it's one third of the American flag? I would say almost presidential. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know if it's a compliment or not. I don't know how uh, to take that. Yeah, I don't... I mean... There's different presidents, so different hair. Sure. We'll take it. Yeah, have we ever had a ginger president? I'm positive we have. There has to be. I'm gonna somewhere in those. We're gonna have to look while you're looking that up. I'm gonna look that up. While you're looking that up, we finally got our wish. Yeah. After uh, at long last, since we've moved to the newer recording platform that is Anchor. Yeah. We finally have a question from a fan via our messaging app. Well, don't discount Heather very much. No, well, Heather She'll did. Kill you. Heather did great, but hers was more of a comment and not a question. Yeah. So Heather, so. hit us with a question, and then take it away, Drew. Yeah, we got a uh, Jimmy, old Jimmy from Good Vegas, old James, old Jimmy Vegas, OHB calling in from Las Vegas. My man. Here we go. Let's see what he's got to say. What's up, bartenders? We were promised last week that if we leave a voice message that it will be played and discussed at some point in the next episode, so I thought I'd give you guys something to discuss. Long-time listener here out in sunny Las Vegas. Right now looking at the thermometer, it's sunny and 69 degrees. Nice. And uh, you know what else is happening in Las Vegas? April 2020 NFL Draft. Three days, 23rd through 25th. Why don't you guys come on out here? Have a little Las Vegas draft party on-site location. We'll hit some bars, try some drinks. Huh? What do you guys think? I love it. You know, I love that idea. Fantastic. And it's like a few months removed from my wedding, so who knows? I might even be able to afford it. You'll be off the leash in four months. Well, I mean, technically speaking, if I get married, I'm permanently on a leash say, for the rest of my life. Putting him on the leash, pretty much? Well, it's like one of those dog leashes, you know, where you like hold down the button and it can't go out any further, and then you let it go and it retracts, or they can take more. Yeah. She's just going to let her thumb off the button by the time April rolls around. I mean, we're so lucky she never listens to this podcast as it is. <laughs> oh, man. She'll be home soon. we got to keep going. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I personally think it's a great idea. I went through Vegas yeah. one time when I was 11 years old, and there was a car that was on fire. Well, I think that the... Jesus Christ. It's 100% true. It took me a second to kind of see what you said there. You said a car was on fire. Yeah, we were driving. It was when I was moving to Florida. We drove yeah. from Los Angeles to Florida, and as we were going through Nevada, big old car that was on wow. fire. One of my favorite episodes of Cops. There's a midget. Black midget is a circus performer. Very, very muscular. But he tries doing a few backflips down the sidewalk and then climbing a light pole to get away from the cop. Genius. I don't know where he was going to go when he got to the top, but... Not back down. (laughs) (laughs) This is my house now. You know, speaking of that, I got to... Before we get into our drinks... (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into what we're drinking, I just have to... I just remembered probably one of the most underrated television shows that Comedy Central ever did. Was Reno 911. Oh, 100%. I God, completely agree. Damn it, that show I, is so funny. And and just to clarify, it is the first like four or five core seasons before they ended up taking out like some of the best people that were on there. Like, I mean, because Jim Dangle wasn't even 
on every single episode after a while. No, and it was... And he was one of the best parts. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't funny after that either. It's just like the first the first few seasons, the first four, genius. Man. Yeah, just gold. Genius. There was, oh, I remember the one where the large cop started talking about he was doing the radio adverts. Yep. And the installation is free. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I get $200 every time you hear that. $200. Cha-ching, baby. <laughs> and then he buys all this shit, and they're like, no, no, you, you get one check for $200. That's it. Yeah, calm down, Forever. bro. That's it. That, that show was so good. After he, like, cursed out everybody that he worked with. And he's like, so, <laughs> oh, see you guys man. on Monday. Yeah, here we are. Fuck. <laughs> but draft thing. Let's do that. I think that would be a great thing, man. I Especially mean, because NFL draft party. You know we already go on about that. Yeah, and then you know typically the draft party is when we do our when we do our picks. Oh, excuse me, our picks for the draft. So uh, for our fantasy draft, which is obviously very important to us. Yeah. Except for right now, our fantasy football team can go fucking suck it. I mean, yours can. Mine's doing all right. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not playing. I'm losing to Chicken Parm. The bartender's ball podcast fan favorite i'm pretty sure he's more liked than we are at this point he's been on one episode oh my god everybody wants to have him back if aaron jones could just stop that would be a great thing but you know we'll see how that goes as we move on we got some pretty solid uh drink options today yeah um we needed it because i tried to cook steak today and i wasn't paying attention and it was a little well done so the boys sorry your mouths are a little dry Straight little, beef jerky. Straight beef jerky. It was tasty beef jerky. I was cleaning well it out of my teeth till yeah, my gums well bled. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah, totally. Uh. Um, but IPA-wise, we got the uh, fruit cocktail from Champion Brewing Company. This was actually given to me by the bartender at... Is that what it was called? Fruit cocktail? Yeah. It's a double IPA brewed with agave. 70 IBUs and 8% alcohol by volume. Which, it's weird because, you know, a lot of the double... <clears throat> My voice got high. A lot of the double IPAs that I normally you normally see are typically like in the eighties or nineties yeah. even. So this one's yeah. not really that nuts, but it is eight percent, so it's I feel got like that that's going for it. Gives it almost that really skunky, yeah, kind of more IPA smell rather than being the piney, more higher, higher noted scents. You know? Yeah, and you know what's weird because like you get those double IPA like six point resin mm-hmm. is. 9.1 percent yeah and 101 or 102 ibu yeah so i mean it's a true double ipa there's more hops in there than anything mm-hmm. um and i think there's an, a diff a strong difference between imperial ipa and double ipa that people just don't understand i was gonna say we were talking about this weren't we yeah we had this conversation i think was it on the podcast or was it just in general I, that's what I was wondering. Did we talk about this on the podcast, though? Because one of them has to deal with alcohol percentage. And the other one's IBU. Mm-hmm. So I think it was in a it's conversation. Yeah. But yeah, an Imperial IPA is one that's high in alcohol content. A double IPA is one that's higher in the IBU. You just drop more hops in it yeah. for the flavor and the bitterness. Exactly. A double Imperial IPA is a collection of both. Yeah. Um, it actually has the hoppiness and the alcohol percentage that's going to put you on your ass. Correct. Um, Crooked so, Can is the first place I heard of an Imperial IPA from. Yeah. Which was, I believe, their McStagger IPA. I don't know if that one... No, McStagger is a... It's not an IPA. It's an Imperial IPA. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, McStagger is. Yep. I McSwagger. It. Hey, 
And our sound on? guy, I'm the most professional out of all I'm of us. I'm not a professional. <laughs> gonna, hey, why don't you fix that and post, pal? Yeah, by the way, Thomas Jefferson, ginger president. Is it only? People don't know. No, not the only. But he was, he the was first. a ginger. People don't know. All right, so who's the other ones? I don't know. I saw Thomas Jefferson. I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> like, we won. Yeah, I guess. If you like slave owners. Well, that was most was of the early presidents. So. Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson was one of the most prolific slave owners, wasn't he? I think so. I think he was the. I'm pretty sure like the first Him and Lincoln. Five. Yeah. No, Lincoln five. was nowhere near a slave owner. He freed them. He I'm, had the man freed them. I, well, he yeah, freed them and topic. then freed them. Nah. He enslaved them, then freed them. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I think he freed his own after everyone else didn't have them. And he was kind of hands on his hips like you do. And he was like, well, I guess I got to let y'all go. If it's proper. Uh, if we are wrong, please correct us. We will uh, humbly accept right defeat. Oh, yeah, Anyways. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this beer is actually pretty solid. And then we have a very special product in front of us. Which is called a brutal departure, nonetheless. Which is probably one of the highlights of uh, from one of the highlights of our trip that we just took last weekend from Burial Brewing Company in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, they had some pretty brutal names for their beers, which is awesome because we're all a bunch of metalheads. And then um, they had some solid merch, if you remember correctly. Drew and I actually walked out with matching T-shirts, didn't we? He's in the zone. He's no, off. I was going to say, it was me and Chicken Parm walked out with matching t-shirts. Well, I you walked get a different one? No, I walked out with the same one. Oh. All three of us got the same shirt, but Chicken Parm's Uber driver just got a free one. Yeah. Which was Chicken Parm's. That's, remember, because we all ran down on the street for steaks. Yeah. And Chicken Parm was like, fuck that. You guys go ahead. I'm going to hit in here for another beer. I should have done that. What? I should have just stayed with him. Just stayed with him and he let us like, handle the steaks. He hit all? like four or five breweries. Did he? That we didn't even go to. Really? Yeah. What's he? I can imagine he just stopped in there with his jean shorts, put his hands in his pocket, drank a beer pretty quick, and then left. <laughs> put his hands in his pocket. Yeah. Oh man. Just one hand. Just one hand, because the other one's holding his beer. Um, but yeah, burial brewing. Uh, yeah. I actually had a sour that I thoroughly enjoyed. It was like a barrel aged sour. It was the barrel aged sour that they had. It was really it was a good. Bourbon barrel aged sour. I can't. Even, you said the name. I don't remember what it was though. Before we started. Oh shit! I really liked that one. It was it was a little tart, but it tasted complete, which I liked. It was like the allegory of immolation. Or I think that's what like it was—the allegory of something. Yeah. But um, solid brewery. Um, they have a nice little hidden like upstairs area that was really cool. Oh, that was a beautiful patio all the way up there at the very top of the yeah. brewery. And it really wasn't much, but it was just like no. perfect because you could see a lot of Asheville. Yeah. Speaking of. Places that have awesome rooftop bars. Antidote. Antidote. I knew you were yep. going there. That oh, place yeah. was great. We we went there a couple times on the trip because and it they, we didn't drink beer while we were up there. Uh at, at Antidote. Oh, oh yeah. No, we everybody just about wholeheartedly switched to liquor there. I think we stopped in there and got coffee at first and then realized how badass it was. And it's I'd like to dive in more. Um, well, it was right next to the most touristy brewery in town, Wicked, Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed, which is it was like directly next door to Wicked Weed's sour location. Yeah, the Funkatorium or whatever. Yep. Yeah, which I stepped into, but I didn't hang out much. Yeah. Um, but uh, the cocktails there were incredible, phenomenal, Primo. and and it's weird they have this thing in North Carolina, which is what I was going to talk about. Um, 
you have to like sign up for a membership and you have to pay, excuse me, you have to pay for that membership. So at Antidote, it was a penny. Well, I believe it's, a, it's I believe it's one of those interesting kind of clauses that allows you to have all of these other ways of selling things that aren't like when you sell things to a private club, it's different. Almost kind of the same way we were doing it. Or we were discussing doing our beer, you know? Right. Of having a club where people show up, you pay a fee to get in, and then you don't have to pay for the product. And that way it allows you to, like, shortcut and right. loophole around certain guidelines. So why do they all still close at 2 a.m.? It's a good question. Yeah, if I was, though, I would, well, I would they shut my... At three, remember? Yeah, they stopped serving at yeah. 2. That's what I really didn't know. Yeah. Or I didn't understand. Um, and then we went to Jack of the Woods, which is a pretty interesting bar as well. They had yeah. like a, a one guy had like eight harmonicas. Yeah, he had like a sleeve of them. I don't care. I could not get served there. You didn't, like couldn't it. get served anywhere. I don't know why. A- Asheville did not broke agree you. with me. No, it did not. No, it didn't. Um, but I think by far brewery wise, yeah. beer wise. Yeah. I liked Burial and what they mm-hmm. had to offer. But hands down, Sierra Nevada, yeah, arguably the best facility, not just for brewing beer, that I've ever walked into in my entire yeah. life. Which you got a gigantic mirror from, from your job. Yeah. Um, well, X job. Which we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, unfortunately, my uh, home, my safe haven, the place that I worked, World of Beer and Dr. Phillips, closed on Wednesday. Which was a pretty sad time for all parties involved. But we'll get back to that in a second. But I really want to dive into um, Sierra Nevada, be- Sierra, ugh, Sierra Nevada, because uh, they um, there's a million dollars from when you drive onto the parking lot to the time you get in the parking lot or yeah. the the driveway to the parking lot. The drive in is nicer than when you turn into the Disney property 100%. to when you drive. To when you go to walking on to Disney property out of your car and everything. Right. Nicer setup and everything. It it's is beautiful. It's almost like a botanical garden that you drive it, through. And then like you have like the backstage area where they yeah. have like a stage and like a huge garden to the right or a huge, it's a small garden, yeah. but like there's a huge area for kids. There's a lot of kids there. Holy shit. That was too many for me. It man. was a little overwhelming, but it was a Saturday. Parents are off. They want to get drunk too in public and. Make stupid decisions with their kids in the car. I understand. I don't support it. I don't. I don't keep them at home. Keep them away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Parents just want to have fun too, man. Yeah. I mean, get the economy going. Get someone to babysit them. That's true. Support your local babysitter. Trickle so down can, economics. Yeah, so you can support your bartender. Yeah. Which is important because on the bartender's ball, we always. Tip the bar your bartenders. Boom. Yes. But um I think the overall experience of, of I mean, there was that Brumari place that was pretty solid for yeah. food and that burger was pretty good well, too. And the fact that when you could go and look around that brewery, they had produced over a thousand different types of beer. Brumari? Yeah. Yeah, and it was a small one. Remember? And they specialized in sours. Uh-huh. They had their own infusion going on behind the bar. They had two or three other uh, really interesting way they really did that infusion going, too. Yeah, I'm it's like, the same way that World of Beer that you're at now 
was doing their infusions till the city came in and said, we don't like that. No, which is a lot of, technically speaking, it's illegal in the state of, or the city of Orlando. Yeah. To, to do your own infu- infused vodkas at things. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Like a, Tango does, Tango does it. They do their own. Yeah. yeah. That's illegal? Technically speaking, it is not legal. Do you know why? Unpackaging like product that people are going to. Oh, and then, and then it, like changing, unpackaging, okay. repackaging, okay. changing the price on something. It's, it's that like if you buy sense. a Kit Kat and melt down a bunch and make a big Kit Kat. Like, yeah, okay. That makes like, sense. Don't sell that. Yeah. How many times have you yeah. dreamed about doing that, though? I don't like Kit Kats, you know? It was just for some reason Kit Kat rolled off the tongue yeah. there. <laughs> I was going to say, he did, you had that on deck. You yeah. were ready to <laughs> say that. You were so ready for yeah. it. Like, I, I like a good like analogy a more thing. than I like a Kit Kat. Let's put it that way. <laughs> there you go. Look at you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the infusion process was a little weird because it was through a line. Yeah. But you could see through part of it. It was a copper line. So I'm just wondering. It might have just been for show and it's probably way more simple than what we're willing to look at. But the brewery itself is pretty solid. Brumari. We went to High Wire, which is well, they have a great hazy that I got to try there. Remember Brumari had a, that was a guy saying Dave Grohl comes in there. Oh, he did go in there. One time. Well, I think he came in there one time, and then another time when they came back, they wanted somebody to open it up for and they, them at like they 3 a.m., yeah. and nobody was available. I would have opened that shit up immediately. I would have flown up there on 10 I'll minutes' be there notice. In two and a half hours. <laughs> Fuck rent. I'm going. But uh, it was an overall solid experience. The food, we didn't eat shitty. I think the worst thing we ate on the entire trip was Chipotle. Yeah. It was a good batch. Flavor-wise, yeah. Flavor-wise, yeah. And Chipotle's obviously not bad. Yeah. Um, but the, Well, I was going to say, the worst thing we probably ate was just Domino's that one night. Was, did we eat? I thought it was Papa John's. One or the other. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're I both ate way shitty. too much. Yeah, you're right. You were not in it. I... That was our last real night out. I'm so sorry. And you were that, diving on me. I was dying. Golly, man. I was dying. I was hoping that we could pull a second wind out of everybody, but... We were trying to pull a second wind out of you. I got it. Not any more second wind, because, my God, you locked yourself in that room with no air circulation and contaminated the place. (laughs) So I toot a little when I sleep. We came in to wake you up to make sure that you weren't going to sleep for four hours, and then, lo and behold... There was a little present when you walked in. (laughs) We thought you pooped in your shorts and then took them off. Did anybody check? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> who did it jared he checked in there he was like yeah no they're good they're <laughs> i'm gonna ask him we're gonna talk to him about that i wonder if he does that from experience i mean he's in the military so he's probably slept on a cot with a bunch of dudes i thought it was just experience with you no yeah, it could be being like yeah you know dustin walks into the room he's got a little like little chocolate stain in his shorts just kicks them in the underwear into the corner and Dives into bed. I'm not that. I'm not. I don't do that. You asked me to send balsamic in with your dinner. I was asleep. It's still never gonna get old. I was asleep. Send in dinner when it gets here, but not you. Send balsamic in with it. <laughs> I was probably looking for chicken part, as we can only surmise. <laughs> I was. I was pretty goddamn tired. You, I was made to run a while. Yeah. You didn't run anywhere. Let's oh, put it that okay. way. Okay. I ran, I ran the last bit of it. But I was also drunk, so... <laughs> I don't know how fast I was really going. Speaking of trying to sleep in that house, 
My God, living below a pack of wildebeest. Oh, man. Let me tell you, we actually had... Shout out to Holly. Shout out to Holly and Kelly. Holly and Kelly, who uh, were part of the bachelorette party that was above us. Renting out the top half of the Airbnb. And she said, listen, I'm going to steal your porch swing. Yeah. And by God, she did it. Yeah. Well, she only did half of it. Yeah. But she still... She still I'd say that was a... The majority? A, yeah, a promise <laughs> well kept. She I'll said it and though. she did it. They still kept running fucking relay races from the couch to the kitchen. Oh, I swear God. to God, they were doing three-legged races. They were doing three. And, and I know that uh, Kelly is probably the only one to listen to this, so yep. thanks. So Kelly's just going to have to fill Holly and the rest of the girls in on how much we hated living below you guys. Correct, but I think they already know because I made it pretty adamant when we were out there. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Outside of that, I mean, we, like I said, we had a solid time. Um, we went to New Belgium. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. New um, Belgium was pretty good. It was cool to walk around inside the facility. That was kind of like, in New Belgium, it was small enough to where you could still tell what was going on where. Right. But then at Sierra Nevada, it was like, okay, this is how you produce 10,000 kegs a day. Well, easily. the thing with New Belgium is I feel like we didn't see a large portion of the operation either. Well, I mean, arguably, Sierra Nevada is bigger. There's no com- conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, largest brewery in the state. It's huge. But, you know, we were pretty much constricted to, like, one hallway yep. of the new Belgian brewery. We yep. didn't get a chance to really dive in there. I would say, though, that our tour guy was pretty funny. Not everybody got his humor because everyone yeah. just thought he was a dick. Yeah. But I thought he was pretty damn funny, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it was he was not having any of our shit. No, he was at not. all. They had a slide in the New Belgium brewery. They you remember that? Did have a slide. They wanted to encourage. Oops, sorry. <laughs> so, my B. They wanted to encourage employee like um, environment and culture and stuff like that. So they had a big like twisty slide going from like the third floor down to the first floor. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. It, doesn't Google do shit like that? Yep. Where like mm. their facility, they just put like fucking play places we're wacky yeah yeah exactly oh we're we're a company we got a ball pit yeah weird dive in yeah but no actually it was a pretty effective way to get from one story to another it was i didn't hate it at all but you got arguably i think on either trip i got more beer than i thought i was gonna get yeah considering they were both free tours yeah so that was pretty solid that was the surprising thing for me is that they were both free tours and like anybody can just sign up and then that's what you're going to go do that day is a free tour at new belgium we ran into like a beer and a half worth of beer we ran into some friends yeah um from raglan road uh charles and i worked well charles worked with them i had just met them at least once before yeah us at the new belgium brewery which is a little weird um it is to meet them up at the new belgium brewery all the way up there yeah it was pretty different new belgium was awesome i think honestly like I kind of liked the brewery experience a little better because, no, I didn't. But um, it was a different atmosphere, and there wasn't as many kids, and I think that's really what it boiled down to. Yeah. And it, but it was still an open area, just not as open. And we were kind of up in the main hall, upstairs, or not in the main hall, but we were in the upstairs hall. Yeah, the and tap room it was in raining Sierra Nevada. Sierra yeah. Nevada, but Sierra Nevada is arguably better. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got up close and personal with some of that shit, too. Yeah. 
In well, no, we actually got to go into their hop room and everything at Sierra Nevada. I ate a hop and immediately regretted it again. You ate it? Yeah. Oh. Come on. Someone's got to do something stupid on the tour. <laughs> Since you were standing next to me, I watched everybody else eat one, and I was like, <laughs> we're not that dumb. Morons. <laughs> and I looked over, and you got half a hop hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> Say what? No, it was pretty interesting. It's fucking cold in that hop room, huh? Oh, I loved like it. Like 32 degrees? It felt so good. Yeah. It felt good because it was hot. Yeah. I, you know what was crazy? That What would have made that entire tour better is if I wasn't like holding back, yakking all over the place. Oh, my God. I was so... The thing is, is like when you go to sleep and wake up with a tequila shot every day and you're getting smashed, it's not... You got to expect to yak at some point. At some point, but, but we didn't. We never on threw my up. bachelor party, I did not throw up. Yep. Held it all down. Boom. But chicken parm and Charles Spencer yep. yacked multiple times. Yep. Well, I think chicken parm threw up once. Chicken but, parm painted the toilet. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. He deserved it. He passed out like a dead body like he normally does with his arms crossed across his chest. and then. Dude, have you ever lifted up the blanket on him when he's sleeping? Fully clothed. He's huh? fully clothed. Every <laughs> single. How do you sleep? He's got so much hair. I don't know how he Fuck sleeps that. in a he shirt. Jeans? No, he wears he wears shorts. Jean shorts. Right, cargo weird. shorts, not jean shorts. It would be even more hilarious yeah. if he did. He wears cargo shorts, um, and he falls asleep in his shirts. And it's a miracle how that guy doesn't sweat through them when he wakes up. Through everything. Because he's covered in in fucking nineteen seventies shag rugs. <laughs> it oh. must get warm. I like how you literally just have been annexed over there with the dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just chilling. crawled right we're up chilling. there. Passed right out. He did. Yeah. I knew what he wanted. It's probably all that steak you fed him. Yeah. On accident. Air I quotes. Didn't. Oops. I, that, that wasn't me. Oh, Emil doesn't listen to the podcast either. We're fine. Oh, okay. He'll never <laughs> know. He'll never I know. I mean, it could yeah. have also been Cooper, but now. Well, Cooper's yeah. gone. Where's Cooper? Whoa. Cooper's with Dan. I think he's at his girlfriend's house. I really? digress. But Dan did pretty good, except for the one night that he didn't go with us to that one bar. Um, the second night. Strip club. Yes. Yep. I was going to try to keep some anonymity about it, but... Nah. I'll bleep it. I'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you will. I bet yeah. you're just going to turn that part up. Yeah. Um, and then slow it down. I'm going to put a bass drop on it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Dan did pretty good. He was helping me keep my second wind in the second day, too. Yeah. Or the day. third day. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, On Saturday night. That was a... It was a dues. Yeah. It was a dues. What was your favorite place there? What? On the third night? All together. All together? Mm. I don't know. Antidote, probably. You actually got a little... Little nugget from Antidote, didn't you? Yeah. Is that what we're going to call Drew's Cocktail of the Week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. And let us I got, know. I got a nice little nugget and a number there. Yeah. Yeah. You got a number, too? Yeah. Good for you. Oh, yeah. No, but the... um. Me, too, but his beard was bigger than mine, so I couldn't Ooh. do it. Ooh. Hey, you and Emil talking to all the dudes you could on the trip. That was him more than me. I was just talking to you guys. We turn around and Emil's got another local... <laughs> bending his ear hey man so where do you like to go yeah these people are looking around like dude did somebody get this fucking kid away from me yeah <laughs> he's north carolina yep calm down 
But now, so Drew's drink of the week is actually called a Civil War. It's really good. It's fucking phenomenal. It tastes like the South lost. Ooh. Nah, man. It was a ounce and a half of bourbon, half ounce sweet vermouth, half ounce cinar, which what? is an aperitif, which is kind of made of about 12 to 15 herbs and spices and things. Yeah. But then it's mainly flavored with artichoke and artichoke hearts. Which is different. Yeah, it's very earthy, very very kind of in the neighborhood of sweet vermouth. Right. But it fills in all the weird gaps in the bourbon that make it so smooth. Mm. And then just two dashes of bitters in there, stir it like an old-fashioned. And I like to garnish it with a lemon zest. They did it with an orange. Yeah. Did they? I asked for a lemon, and she did mine with a lemon. She was doing the rest with an orange. I thought it tastes great with an orange. Yeah. It orange is always phenomenal to complement the sweet vermouth and the bourbon and whiskey and things, but like I said, it's still daylight out. I like the lemon zest when it's still daylight out. That's a little different. It's bright and it's fresh and kind of wakes you up a little bit when you smell it as you drink and everything. The rooftop at that bar, fantastic. Yeah. By the way, was I mean, you walk into the place right, and it's like 1920s. There's a snug in the corner. And totally. If you know bespoke. real Irish bars, it's there's they all have snugs. Yep. Um, there was a snug in the corner. It was real well, bespoke is a good way to put it. You go upstairs and there's like this little mini office, very 1920s themed. Um, and then there's a little patio that right out the door that nobody goes to, but you walk upstairs to the upstairs patio and it's just gorgeous up there. It was, you could see more of, more of, uh, North Carolina than you could with the, um, burial one. Yeah. But it was... It, it was just so nice, and there was a bar up there. There was a bathroom. Yeah. Um, Rumor had it there was an Airbnb behind one of those doors, which would have been incredible. I would I would have stayed in it. Well, there's a gin. There was a gin distillery right next door though that we never yeah. went into. Yeah. Probably because I don't like gin, but yeah, I probably would have gone in there just to see what the no crack that was, was part of antidote. Remember? Yeah. It was like technically in the. It was in a, another part of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Next door is why. Yeah. But that um, was interesting. I thought it was a pretty solid place to go in North Carolina, and then um, fantastic. It was right down the street from uh, Ben's Tune Up. Ben's Tune Up, which yeah. was, which wasn't bad. I didn't try. I like had a sip of their sake. Yeah, no, their I was, sake flights were good. I was dying. Their food was good. I was trying not to puke that day. Yeah, yeah. You were trying not to puke before sundown every single day. Yeah, but that one was like um, that was the same day we did the. Uh, the uh, Sierra Nevada thing, and I was trying not to puke the whole time. Yeah. It was so hard. It was so hard. It's like you can't drink whiskey for breakfast if you're already hungover. Yep. It's not good for you. And then everybody kept touching your stomach, and you're like, no. And then no, we didn't eat. Yeah. At all. Nope. And I fucking slammed like two and a half beers. I'm I was sure. like trying to finish drinking a beer, and your mom, who was gracious enough to come hang out with us, slammed a beer right in front of me, full dramatic effect. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh yes, man, this is going to be nuts. And then she finished her beer before you did. Yeah, and then she finished my beer. Yeah, and then she took half your beer. She's <laughs> like, well, if you can't drink it, I'll take half back. No, it was a good time though. She uh, bought us drinks at Antidote yeah. too. That was nice. Your mom's awesome. She joined us over there. She bought us uh, She bought us some food over at Ben's Tune Up. Shout out to Mama Dick Pick. She there called you Dick Pick Drew. Yeah, she did. I won. You realized I've won. Yeah, that that's a win. That's if a W. Your mom calls you your friend's nickname. 
That's how do you your think? Nick, that's dude, your permanent nickname. Chicken now. Parm's mom. The second that she said it, Chicken Parm just hung his head because he knew. He was defeated. He was done. She He's chicken him parm chicken forever parm? after that. Yeah, she did. Oh, damn. It was game over after that. Damn. I mean, I literally had to coax her for like 30 minutes to get her to do it. And she's like, okay, chicken parm. <laughs> or however they say it in Boston. But yeah, your mom came up and visited. That was awesome. My, my stepdad was up there. Shout out to Doug. Uh, he came up and hung out with us for the Sierra Nevada thing. So my mom's birthday was um, a few days ago. Over the weekend, I think it was the second, no, the third. I forgot what my mom's birthday was uh, for a second. Um, well, don't and, be doing that now. I know. Um, and she, he took her up to the Sierra Nevada Brewery for her birthday. Really? Yeah, because he liked it so much. And nice. I kept saying, man, mom would really love this. And he was yeah. like, I agree. So he took her up there. I haven't talked to her yet about how it was. But she's also, yeah. much like your mother, a firm supporter of the podcast who does not hesitate to give us feedback oh my mom doesn't hold back at all no your mom's hilarious though yeah she's great she's great um but yeah it was an overall fun experience i actually had a good football weekend for the first time this year because florida state won they beat nc state and we were in nc state territory yeah tampa bay put up 55 points on the rams yeah and i won in fantasy by like a literal less than half a point. Yeah, literally less than half a point. Yeah. It was a quarter of a point. Yeah, I won be- all because on like one of the last plays of the game, the running back in question lost yards, and then I gained, and it was awesome. Oh, there's never been such a sad victory before. I, who was sad? The rest of us. <laughs> who cares? I mean, I lost this week, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You all get your wish of me not not getting a run on him. He's beating the tar out of me right now yeah aaron jones has 42.50 points he got a he got a fourth touchdown he did we should cap him yeah yeah kneecap him no not gonna care again the lady (laughs) um i was gonna say we can try but i mean green bay's a little ways away oh no i'm not willing well they do play i don't they play the dolphins or something or the jaguars here soon yeah sorry to all the green bay fans i'm just kidding i would never and my team lost to the Saints today, which kind of took all the fire out of last week. Yeah. It was rough. Saints themselves are kind of rough. Your team lost today. Who? Your Dolphins. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, the bye week beat them like 42 to 6. Oh. <laughs> it was just a drop in ticket sales is all. You know, you can go down on the field and call two plays if you buy some season tickets. I'm in. Yeah? I bet you will get a touchdown on those two plays, too. I'm sorry, it's not like Madden where you get picked off six times in a game and can still try to have a game. I That happened the night I got engaged. You beat me by one point, and then I was so drunk I went into the bathroom and puked immediately afterwards. Oh, my God. How many rooms was your, How many rooms were you in? I fall, fell asleep in technically three different ones. Oh, really? Which ones were those? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I'm going to hear that fucking story fucking every other weekend. You tell it. You brag about how you beat me. I did. I beat you in Madden and you threw six picks. And then I threw up six times. Those are six picks. <laughs> oh my God. It was not coherent. I barely remember. Yeah. Well, that was the last time we played, folks. And the last time we played, I crushed him. So You didn't crush me. You won by one point. That's not crushing. 
at all. You, if anything, I crushed you to give up the ball six times and then come back and still have a shot at winning on the last play. It, it was a sad game. It was like <laughs> twenty-one to like twenty-six. It was twenty-one to twenty. It was, was a one-point lead. I do remember that part. Uh, I looked at it and I'm like, man, this is so stupid. I'm gonna yak. Yeah, I'm just gonna erase the history from my Xbox <laughs> or my brain. <laughs> you guys should just start streaming on Twitch. Just you guys playing Madden playing against Madden. each other and doing a live podcast. But we at the have same to time. like, we have to be. Would anybody watch that? Is what I want to know. Fuck no. Us yeah. getting completely smashed, and not just us. We can bring anybody into this. Yeah. We'll just do a little league where we just get completely smashed and play Madden and see what happens. It's a thing. We totally could do that. And nobody steal our idea or else we'll be really pissed. I don't think that's... We're going to write you a letter. I think plenty of people stream on Twitch drunk as fuck. Yeah, but nobody does it intentionally to play Madden against their friends. It's true. A lot of trash talk. A lot of them smoke a lot of weed on Twitch. Yeah. Just to smoke weed on Twitch. Yeah. It's like when they do it on Snapchat and then sing with their car radio. There you go. What happened? Well, nothing nothing you're going to be happy about. Ezekiel Elliott just got one. (laughs) God, Chicken Barn's going to have the most points in the league this week. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, man. Speaking of the sad news, unfortunately, my world of beer closed on Wednesday. Yes. Not good news for me because my commute went from three minutes to 35 as of right now. Uh, it was a really sad day. We watched, there's, uh, adults that were crying because, and for good reason, it was their watering hole. And it just proves like if you got the right, if you got like a good formula, which is you got a solid drink menu, some decent food and a really good staff, then, you know, uh, people, you'll be successful in one way or another. Obviously in this instance, we weren't successful enough to keep our doors open, but at the same time, you you doing all right over there, buddy? I'm looking for it. You're right on wake it. Wake up, Dax. You're on it. You're on, on it. it. Dude, wake that it. dog up. Close. Dax. Dax. Oh, he's out like a he's light. He's out. He's, I'm not going to fucking disturb him, dude. Dude, you have two glasses in your hand. Anyways, um, but yeah, unfortunately, dude, we know. couldn't keep our doors open, but at the same time, there was a lot of love. Our way on the last day. Huh? If your food was better, maybe. You're the only person that thinks our food was bad. Love how he's telling this heartfelt story, and then you're just like, well, maybe if you guys were like fucking better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, y'all did try to serve me that watery ass mac and cheese that you just sprinkled breadcrumbs on the top of and said, this is. That is actually like fresh. They make that mac and cheese in the morning. I was there at like 10 p.m. Yeah, we made it in the morning. Arrest my case, folks. <laughs> Most people just pull. Go that find shit. them at the World of Beer downtown, Lake Nona, Lake Yola. For now, World of Beer in Doctor Phillips seems like a no-brainer to me, though. Yeah, well, it would be, it but like just why not... would why would it close? How could it not make we're millions? Sa- were sales like no, just, I just going wanted, they down? Were, they or? weren't losing money, but they weren't making money, and okay. the, the newer concepts are liquor. Yeah, liquor bigger. Our kitchen is like a quarter of the size. It's smaller than this room. Our kitchen was. Yeah, oh, wow. and and you know that most of them are twice, three times, four times as big. Yeah. So they weren't going to put the money in to expand it because they want to open it up in a different location. So fair enough. Uh, somebody bought out the lease and we closed the doors on Wednesday and it was a sad day. But um, I mean, there's still one in Orlando and downtown. Which I'll be at. I will be there for a little while, seeing 
how that works out for me. Uh, it's an interesting take. It's a bigger restaurant, bigger kitchen. And y'all can catch them with an apron on. Which is not awesome, but we'll take it. Um, oh, serve it, not bartending. Eh? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> they transfer right. me over and not, 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 so I guess it's just the bartender ball now. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm in, as I much was, of a bartender as you now. Yeah. Oh, do you bartend now? No, I serve. Oh, but I have been a bartender. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and like more than one occasion. I mean, let's let's okay, be honest. Me too. I've poured alcohol into a cup. Not at home. That doesn't count. Or at a friend's house. I've been to a party or, or two where I made some house. drinks for some people. I mean, anyways, let's let's just. Be I make honest. a there mean was, whiskey coke. Let me I wasn't really a bartender at World of Beer. There either. was only one bartender ever on this podcast, anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that how you feel? <laughs> Self-proclaimed beer tender over here. I was a beer tender, and I enjoyed that job. You did. Exponentially. Hey, simplicity goes a long way, so I'm not knocking it. Really? I mean, I don't mind I don't mind the, the spanking. I mean, I do, but I can do it and enjoy it. I could find joy in it. The spanking? Of the mints and the primping and the prepping and the cutting. No, no, no. And the... The whole act of being a bartender, because I've done it several times. I don't do any of that. Yeah, you none, got people to do that for you, don't you? See, none of that is being a bartender to me. None of it is like slapping mint, cutting your oranges or anything like that. All that stuff should be prepped ahead of time. Like making a drink, like knowing your recipes, and also just being able to also go a little bit off the fly and go off to flavor profiles and tastes and knowing flavor pairings and things like that. Like It's important. It. It's weird how once you try something as a flavor pairing, it comes out as like a, a common sense thing almost. Right. Where you try two things together and you're like, okay, gin and cucumber. Wow. Now I will never forget that those two things go together. And they're or incredible. Like orange and chocolate. And all of a sudden you put a little bit of triple sec and a chocolate martini and holy shit. Now there's like 10 things of chocolate in there and it's so good. But I don't know. That's what I love about being a bartender. Well, well, that and just mastering the chaos of how crazy everything gets. Exactly. And I think I do love being so busy that you can't think straight. Mm-hmm. And then you're just relying on like muscle memory Yeah. to get shit done. That's, that's when a buddy of mine taught me a while ago when I was first learning how to bartend that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Mm-hmm. And if you can just smoothly keep going through your motions of your muscle memories that you know... You're gonna be quick just by repetition and, and just maintaining a good pace. Exactly. There's always that one point where it's like, oh my God, I'm busy. And then you just. Whew, let's and you're do just this. like, well, what Turn are the four things out. that I have to do next? Yeah, you always That's gotta. Do. You always stop yourself for like two seconds and be like, okay, this is where I start. Yep. And then eventually you're done. Yep. And it's over just like that. And then eventually you're like, oh, screen's clear. Yeah. We're good. Oh, you guys have the screen, don't you? Yeah. Can, you, can you flip off of it and go to recipes? No. You could do that because BJ's used the screen too. Really? When I was bartending there and they had like 80 pages of recipes. Wow. That would honestly be a really good thing for us because. The worst part about bartending or the worst part about having the screen, it's a a double-edged sword. You don't have to print. You don't have to hear the printer go off every 30 seconds, but you also don't have the printer. Yeah. So it doesn't make any noise. So if you're by yourself. And it's a little bit busy, and you got a full bar. You don't really like the the awareness isn't immediately there. 
yeah, for you to I turn around. Like you that. could turn around and the screen's full. Mm-hmm. And you're like, shit, I got like 13 drinks I have to punch out in the next three minutes whilst I'm also dealing with a full bar. Yep. So that can happen. And you that's the no only sort of notification? <clears throat> no. No. Oh man, yeah, that's that seems like it, it just be silently pops up you, on the yeah, screen. But you yeah. learn how to manage it. It's just yeah. situational awareness. And your bar isn't that big. So mine at BJ's was huge. It was the printer a pretty... keeps you humble. Yep. By the time you heard hear that sixth, seventh ticket, <laughs> you're like, all right, I gotta stop talking to this guy. And There's yep, always that solid meme where it's like you can't hear a picture, and then it's like bartenders see this. <laughs> printer and you automatically know what it sounds like and i yeah. i used to be a cook when i was a lot younger so like same i uh i know what it's like from two ends of the spectrum yep but you know maybe a little ding every time a drink pops up wouldn't hurt yeah that's for sure but, but i mean if you're really bored at work you just let them pile up and then it gives you something to do for like five minutes <laughs> yeah every once in a while we are you ham fisting that wine glass get out of here it is so right. chocolatey, you can't even taste the 14% in here. I have a question nah. for you guys, speaking yeah. of the, um, when it's getting crazy behind the bar. And we should we should almost make this a segment, I feel like, of just like the honest bartender. We should take a picture behind the bar. Yeah. See, yeah, I was thinking course, we need to do that too. Of course we say that. And just have a segment of our biggest pet peeves and just being <laughs> completely unfiltered about everything. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, so you were talking about that recipe book. That you had at BJ's. Yeah. So when you guys get a drink that you don't know everything that's in it, have you ever just kind of hundred percent swung it? Hundred percent, all the time. All the time. What's when I was behind tie? the bar, I, I would imagine that has to happen because you know eighty recipes in a book, you're not going to know and to be honest every single recipe. So yeah. how how often do you get drinks you feel like? Well, honestly, if you're doing you like know, a it's better not, drink it's not a, that it, you're just like, I don't remember exactly what's in this, so I'm just going to well, make no, them I'll, something close. I'll tell you, for me, that it happens a little bit, not as much with like the classic cocktails, as much as it's with like the signature cocktails at your bar. Right. Because like people oh, okay. will come in, and we used to have one cocktail that was on the menu called the Spring Gimlet. And I already knew that a gimlet is just lime juice, simple syrup, and gin. And... So a spring gimlet, we had like some cucumber bitters, some rosemary, and it was like this non-alcoholic botanical spirit that was just a distilled liquid Mm. that was in there. So it had all the like herbaceous flavors and kind of a bite, but no alcohol percentage. So, I mean, that was, that was very interesting, but I mean, yeah, you, you really do kind of end up winging it sometimes. And it's interesting because then you have to go and ask your other bartender and you're like, yo, I watched you fucking wing it for that last drink. You have to make this next one because it's got to taste the same. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I uh, but, so believe it or not, at World of Beer, we had to make sangria. Okay. In the last four or five months, we had almost none of the ingredients to make it. Yeah. So we would literally just throw anything in there. Yeah. Hundred percent yeah. every time. I will tell you, I do the same thing though with, uh, like tropical cocktails, like tiki cocktails. Like, oh, what's in a rum runner? I don't fucking know. I'm going to put some light rum, dark rum, amaretto, pineapple juice, grenadine. A little orange juice, maybe. 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 If you're maybe. feeling weird. No, no, see, maybe I saved the OJ out in case somebody orders a Mai Tai and I need it to taste a little different. <laughs> I wanted to taste a little fucking yeah. weirder. Yeah. No, honestly, there's the, the classic cocktails and the tiki cocktails. If you're ordering those, 
don't go to Earl's. That's well. That's the other thing is like, and it's like I'm not trying to say that those aren't good cocktails in certain situations. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Palette this that and the other, but you're honestly paying a premium at certain places. Mm-hmm. Your drinks are going to be a little more expensive here than they are there because you're Absolutely. using a better class of alcohol, and those type of drinks, the the mai tais and uh, things of that nature, um, apple teenies even all the way up to that. You're not really tasting alcohol. You're tasting the insane amount of juice and sugar that they put inside of those beverages. Yeah. And what is your well vodka? At Earl's? Yeah. Smirnoff. Smirnoff is a well vodka, mm-hmm. which at places like TGI Fridays is a call mm-hmm. or mid-shelf. Well, that's the thing. That's why it's like you go to a place like an alehouse where everyone talks about like, oh, you drink Long Islands. You're just a fucking garbage person. And it's because you go to an alehouse and you get a Long Island and you've got three different aristocrat liquors in there for their like vodka, tequila, and whiskey, which are pretty much comparable to formaldehyde. I was going to say, the (laughs) only shitty whiskey that calls it like they see it is Skull. Yep. Because Skull makes you feel like a goddamn Viking and not in a good way. (laughs) Skull makes whiskey too? Skull vodka. Oh, vodka, yeah. Skull yeah. vodka. I is... have drank that before, and it's nasty. I think that at one point, they're like, what if we put it in a glass bottle? And then they all just laughed. Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> but oh. it's definitely where... You just don't go to certain bars. No. And order your, like, foo-foo dr- Not foo-foo drinks, but, like, juicy, sugary drinks. Yeah. It's almost disrespectful to the people behind the bar. Yeah. It's disrespectful to your wallet for paying a premium for better alcohol. Well, because it's like I have all these fantastic spirits and recipes and everything and garnishes. And you want something that uses canned pineapple and orange juice and some DeKuyper brand fucking blackberry and raspberry pucker. It's not good for you. Like, no, it's terrible. You go to... You go to Earl's to appreciate the drinks that you're getting. Yep. And nothing else. I mean, obviously, the food and the happy hour is great. Yeah. Man, I should work there. Right? Um, <laughs> who knows? You might. <laughs> who knows? He's selling it right now. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm just saying, and it's not just Earl's, but there's a lot. Like Antidote. Yeah. You're not going to go to Antidote and order a fucking Mai Tai. No. No. There is a time and a place. If I am on a cruise ship... It's hot as balls outside, and I've been swimming all day, and I kind of want to get a shitty drunk. I'm going to order a Mai Tai. I'll never order a Mai Tai, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, appropriate. There's a time and a place. A or poolside I might order bar. one of those if they have one of those Oasis frozen machines. Right. So they just dump the ice in the top, press a button, and my drink comes out the bottom. And it's like a shit ton of liquor. One. Yeah. I'm in there. Double it up, barkeep. Yeah, that's the thing. If they do one of those, and then it's one of the frozen ones that you get the extra shot of liquor in the top... So you drink half of it, you pour the liquor in once it's kind of melted, you mix it in. That's time and a place. Great. It's like going to a a Gordon Ramsay restaurant and be like, you guys got like a good cheeseburger? Yeah. Hey, what's your chicken tender situation like, dude? Can I get some chicken fingers? You got ketchup or catsup? (laughs) Which one is it? Which one can I put on my steak that don't bleed? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like... Yep. There's and I think this is the most bartender bartender's ball podcast we've had so far. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, there's I think they're like you're going downtown, you want to get shitty. 
You're just going to drink shitty drinks all night. Yeah. You're not going to want to drink shitty the drinks. Go you're not going to want to overpay for the the shit food or the 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 shitty drinks you're going to drink. So go for like when I'm going downtown, I love craft beer. Mm-hmm. I fucking love craft beer. You'll but when I'm going PBR downtown, too. I will crush PBR like it's like cuz I'm not trying to get fancy. I'm not trying to go for taste profiles or anything. I know that I'm with my buds. We're going to be doing some dumb shit probably. So I'm going to drink some PBR. When I go to Sportstown Billiards, my favorite bar in Orlando, what do I drink? Orange Blossom Pilsner. Yeah. Because it tastes good. It's 5.5%. Gets the and job I know done. what I'm getting out of it. Yep. And I could still play Golden Tea after three or four of them. That's Speaking for sure. of that, I just got a little nugget of info the other day. Last night. Uh, Lee... One of the proprietors, yeah. along with his wife, is said that he would be love to be interviewed with him and Kevin. Really? On a Tuesday night. Okay. At Sportstown Billiards. So he's going to come in on a Tuesday? And He'd come in on a Tuesday night? To get interviewed by us. Okay. And, which Who is Lee? Lee is one of the owners. Him and his wife own yeah. Sportstown Billiards. Yeah. Okay. And he is arguably one of the coolest dudes. Yep. I told him last night, I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to hire me. He's like, you're on, you're in line, baby. You're in line. I'm just yeah. waiting for one of these guys to quit or die. <laughs> People die behind that bar, man. Nobody wants to leave. Kevin's like, I've been fired twice. Yep. He won't. Now, he is one of the li- long list of people. Shout out to uh, Sean Colo. Yeah. Who want to be on the podcast, but have not listened to it yet. Yeah. What the fuck? Have not given us a single listen. Come on, guys. You want to listen? Or you want to be on it? Support us first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyways, well, yeah. I feel like we had a solid little... Uh, Good little hour there. Close to an hour there. Yeah. Um, little... Uh, little, huh? 54 minutes. 54 minutes. I want to do another shout out to my man, Cameron Good. Yeah. Uh, our first sponsor. Shout out to your boy, Jim. Yeah. For doing our... Uh, asking us that wonderful question. And we cannot stress this enough. We really want some feedback that we could put on the podcast, much like young Jim did yep. for uh, today's podcast. So please leave us a message, um, and we will definitely put it on the podcast. If yeah. it's a question, a comment, whatever it is, let us hear it. <clears throat> Rebecca Riddle. 15 seconds um, of fame. Yeah. yeah. So uh, shout out to Jim for helping us out with that, and... Look forward to seeing you at the NFL one, draft. Yeah. One thing I want to add to that is maybe if you don't want it to be on the podcast. Say something. Say that you don't want it to be on the podcast. Yeah. If you don't want to be on the podcast, just say that. Put it we in We won't there. put you on that. Put a little we disclaimer want, at the beginning We want the questions your... or feedback regardless. So right. if you want to just send a message, feel free yeah. to do that without feeling like, oh, they're going to put me on the podcast. Yeah. We're not going to roast everybody the same way we did Heather. We should. Yeah. We should. I would should. love to, but then we won't get messages. Um, so things to look forward to. We've got that wonderful yeah, Sports Town episode. Sports Town episode. Up. Another, dare I say it, another 1845 episode. Yep. They, I think it's a match made. They in love heaven. us out there. They do. We have such a good time. Said he's got some new spirits and beers for us to try again. Yeah. He? Well, I'm bringing him that um, bottle that we were going to do today, which yeah. was the. The French toast and coffee from Ellipsis. Yeah. So, and then we got a, we got a, I got a couple of bottles in the arsenal. But if you, you guys ever get the chance to try some burial, uh, brutal departure nonetheless, which is a barley wine, it's kind of like a chocolatey stout, fourteen percent, beautiful beer. 
um, championship beer or championship brewings. Uh, this one's the barley wine fruit cocktail. Yeah. Oh. Well, technically, all of the bottles that we have are barley wine, but they're stouty. Um, yeah. It is. Visit uh, the Half Barrel Project. Everybody up there is incredible, and they uh, do provide us with a lot of very delicious treats. Yeah. Uh, that's a podcast. Thanks for listening, and hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll catch us next week. Yep.